welcome to Streams of Progress, where we bring you weekly conversations with many of the UAE's prominent leaders and thinkers. Each of our guests are actively contributing to the vitality of the UAE community and economy. Our goal in the podcast is to inspire you to drive progress in your professional and personal life. Hey everyone, this is Merad, and this week on Streams of Progress, I had a chance to catch up with the Techstars Dubai program and sit down with the various founders from the current cohort. These mini-episodes offer a glimpse into the startups and the problems they are addressing with their novel solutions. I hope you enjoy these brief conversations, so let's jump right in. I'm Parker, I'm the founder and CEO of Element 16. And what is Element 16? Element 16 is an energy efficiency technology company for industrial facilities. So really, we're trying to solve climate change. And the way we're doing that is where industrial facilities produce about a third of all greenhouse gas emissions. About a half of all the fuel they're burning, especially in this region, is lost as waste heat. And so what Element 16 does is has developed a heat storage product that captures this waste heat stores it, and then makes it available on demand to reduce their, their, waste, their wasted fuel, their waste heat. And why are you doing Element 16? Um, so we are a team of engineers, and we started at UCLA uh, in Los Angeles. Um, and we are all mechanical engineers in, in fluid mechanics, heat transfer, and we were looking at how we can solve you know, the big challenges in, in global warming or in climate change. And so really there's a lot of different problems, a lot of different areas where there's, there's emissions, we really focused on the biggest impact, the biggest opportunities to eliminate these emissions, and that's honestly industrial facilities. Heat storage is sort of the next generation of waste heat capture. So when we were looking at, at technologies, products um, that can solve these really big challenges, heat storage kept popping up. We started by storing for solar power, but once we develop the technology, our technology is a sulfur-based system. So it's, a, it's literally a tenth the cost or less of an existing molten salt heat storage. Once we developed that technology, we started to recognize that there were sort of quicker ways and faster ways we could, we could launch this product. So we, sort of, we started with wanting to solve climate change, reduce emissions. We developed the technology mostly for solar power. And then we recognized that once we developed the technology, we could launch it in, uh, in, in places like uh, chemical processing plants, you know, different industrial processing facilities, paper mills and whatnot. And so that was sort of how we transitioned the technology and it sort of developed over time into you know, a, a heat storage box, basically, that kind of plugs into these facilities. So you kind of pivoted a bit from your original idea? Absolutely. I think that as we developed the technology and as we started putting it out there, that what we'd done, because we started as academics, as, as sort of more pure engineers, we started just saying, publishing on what we've done, giving talks about, about the technology and the breakthroughs that we'd had. And we started recognizing that the interest that people had were coming from not necessarily just from solar, but from these things called cogeneration power plants or combined heat and power plants. Um, these are power plants that are at industrial facilities. In the United States, they produce more electricity than wind, solar, geothermal, wave, all combined, right? There's an immense amount of power coming from them. So when we started talking about heat storage in our technology and the the feedback and the excitement was coming from not our industry, we started having to think about maybe 
maybe we were the ones that were, were targeting the wrong thing. And you're an engineer by education. However, this isn't your first startup. You were involved with another startup. So you have a bit of experience with the startup scene. Yeah. So in undergrad, I was at Brown and I was studying mechanical engineering and immediately uh, launched into startups. We did a, a music, like a music technology a streaming site for a B2B licensed music. Very, very different. But I think that I was always, I was excited about the idea of sort of learning about how to actually functionally do a startup. But I think at a certain point when you're streaming sort of business music into banks and hotels, um, that really wasn't where my passion was. So I went back to grad school for mechanical engineering again, and specifically in heat transfer at UCLA. And then that's how this all started. And that's where you met your co-founder? Yes. So he was, so my co-founder is Hamaraz Aryafar. He is a CTO and he was a postdoc at the university. So he had already done his PhD. He'd already gone into industry. He came back for a postdoc uh, at UCLA. And then he went on to become a professor. But while he was there, I, he was the person that I would go to whenever I had questions about what I was doing. And so we sort of formed a relationship in that way. And so when I launched the company, along with my advisor at the university, he was sort of the obvious person. And all I had to do was sort of claw him away from being a professor. So how did you launch it? How did we launch it? Question. We sort of, I think, okay, this is something that, that is I think, important in the world of being a, in startups, is we launched it by just launching it. Like there wasn't, we didn't have anything yet. We didn't have a product yet. We knew we'd been working on the, we, we had obviously the work we'd done in the research lab, but the company itself had nothing. And at the time it was just my professor and I, uh, Richard Wurz, just deciding that, you know, let's, let's give this a shot. It took about a year to go from launching it in April 2016 to getting our first funding in April 2017. So it took about a year between those two times. So how is sort of, I don't just, just did it. I, I think that that's something that is going to be a theme if you're interviewing a lot of startups. In this case specifically, but it's not a software. So what were you doing for that year between April 2016 to when you got your funding? 2017? So the research group uh, was and is still really focused on solar. And so I was a graduate student at UCLA at the time. And my professor and I agreed that I could really focus on transitioning this technology away from the solar industry and develop it instead for like industrial facilities, for cogeneration power plants, for just waste heat capture. And so that's a pretty, it's a, it has a significant difference in, in how the technology actually works. And so that year was really spent also with Hamars uh, while he was a professor, trying to develop it to the point where we could solicit funding from the state government, from the federal government, getting it to the point where it was its own technology with its own sort of IP and its own uh, parameters. And eventually that's where you got your funding from, from the state? Yes. So we got our first funding from the state of California. We received... Our first grant was $1.5 million, and that was for our heat storage integrated into a cogeneration power plant, which we also sort of put together, actually. And this was in Los Angeles uh, at a woodworking facility. We're actually still in that pro project right now. The project period ends in March of 2020. But yeah, we've been, that was our first funding and our first sort of real action that we could 
show as Element 16. Yeah. Come back to where you are today. We're sitting at Techstars Dubai. Mm-hmm. What made you want to come to Techstars Dubai? Oh, a lot of things. So I applied to Techstars three times. Uh, the first time was to Techstars Dubai. The second time was to Techstars Energy, which is in Norway. And the third time is back here in Techstars uh, Dubai. So I've been always very fascinated by Techstars. It's really the only accelerator we applied to. And it's because they have this connection with Jinko, which is a construction firm. Um, most startups are obviously web apps and, and you know online. And so we were looking for partners that were really interested in, in physical products and had a, an awareness and ability to do construction. So that was one aspect of it. And Techstars is unique in that it has these partners like Jinko. The other thing for us was really we're, we're looking at these really large industrial facilities, chemical processing, petrochemical, oil and gas. And we're also looking at helping them transition from burning all this fuel to using solar and making solar steam generation a 24-hour resource. So basically, there's only a couple places in the world, and California is one of them, and I would say that the GCC is the other, where they have you have a lot of industrial processing, a lot of oil and gas, and a lot of solar. And I think that it really made a lot of sense. If I'm being completely honest, I was not the one that thought of this. We were working in our shops and, and whatnot in, in California, and International Energy Corporation recommended that we consider some opportunities in the GCC. And so that was really what first pulled us out here. Um, and we're still, uh, we've had the opportunity to go to oil fields at this point um, and check them out. So I think it's been a, it's been a good suggestion on their, on their part. Yeah. What has been your biggest takeaway from the program so far? So honestly, our biggest takeaway uh, from Techstars is... Techstars Dubai, specifically. Twofold, I guess. So one is just Techstars Dubai is being te- is still Techstars. I mean, it is a Techstars. It's just like any of the other programs. We are all engineers. I'm, I'm the only one of our team that does not have a PhD. So we're learning very quickly about the business side of startups, um, trying to sort of catch up to where a lot of other startups start where they have an intense business side and they're working heavily on their product. So we're, we're basically catching up to our product development. Um, the other, uh, Texture is Dubai specifically. So in California and the United States more generally, a lot of the corporations that we talk with are quite large and they're quite spread out. Um, and it's really hard to get to decision makers. I would say one of the things that's really unique about being here is how quickly you can get to executives that are like decision makers and you can get to them much more quickly here. And part of that is the Techstars network. I mean, they are very good at making these introductions and quite warm introductions. Um, but I would just say that the one takeaway I have was, yeah, if you want to get to a decision maker quickly, this is actually a really good region to, you know, to, to, to do that um, compared with the United States. What's another take in terms of Dubai itself in general as a city from someone coming from Los Angeles? It's weirdly familiar, I would say. So there's a lot of similarities and probably more similarities than differences. So in uh, at this point, I've you know been to Oman, I've been to Bahrain, I've been to a, a couple of the other kind of... I've traveled around a little bit outside of Dubai, and I've recognized now that that was sort of what I envisioned the whole GCC to be, was the, the, like some other places. Dubai, my takeaway was that it's really like the business culture is very familiar. The meetings I have are very familiar. It's not actually, it doesn't feel that different. <laughs> and I think that that was the biggest surprise I had in coming here. And do you have any advice for future founders who might be coming through any Techstars program? 
or Techstars to buy program? Advice to founders that are considering doing something like Techstars is, is that you should definitely do it. And no matter what you think, no matter what you think you're doing that's better than Techstars, it, I think that you should very seriously consider that that might not be true. Um, I, I think all founders, including myself, are, have a bit of an ego and believe that believe that there's a certain amount of um, help that we don't need, and I think that we're pretty much always wrong. But to, to founders that are currently in Techstars or that are, or that are leaving it, the program, um, I mean, I'm one of them, so I, I don't have the, the benefit of hindsight uh, quite yet. But I would say, um, you know, it's three months, so sprint for three months. Um, don't take any time off. <laughs> But I think it's true about like when you leave Texas as well. So maybe that's like a useless. <laughs> maybe that's useless. I don't know. And finally, what do you hope to have achieved by the end of this? Quite a few things. So we're working kind of very aggressively on a few agreements uh, that. So we've been uh, we work with these the kinds of companies that we signed NDAs, but um, we I really want to get to the point where we have agreements in this region and kind of catch up here to where we are in California in terms of having partners, corporate partners that are willing to, uh, you know, fund projects that we work on. Um, and I think the other thing for us is sort of catching our business up. So, you know, most Texas companies have, you know, <laughs> investor materials. A lot of them have received private investment before. All of our funding comes from as Almost all the funding has come from from government grants, um, and so we're still working on how we're sort of positioning ourselves uh, in the business community. I would say. Well, thank you for doing this episode. <laughs> all right, thank you. Yeah, it's fun. You can find more episodes from this year's TechStars Dubai program on our website at streamsofprogress.com/slash/techstars2019. We'd love to connect with you, so follow us on Facebook and Instagram or reach out via our website. If you can please take a few minutes to give us an honest rating on iTunes, this really makes a huge difference and improves our ability to reach more people in the UAE and beyond. We hope you enjoyed the show and look forward to seeing you next week on Streams of Progress.